What's going on? What's going on, everybody? This is the Only Sports Podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino. And you're looking at the podcast feed and you're going, yesterday you were going, what? Part one? Yeah, because I put part one in the description. Because we have part two, because part one was just filled with nothing but NFL goodness. So we thought we'd do it quick. Rightfully so, though. It was a jam. The best week of football we probably had. At least the most talk, talking point. Talkable. Talkable? Talk, talk worthy. Talk worthy. There it is. Yeah, let's go with that. I was trying but, to use just uh, one word. <laughs> so we decided to do a part two. Couldn't wait till Friday because there's so much to talk about in other sports. But before we get to other sports, let's finally finish up our week 13 NFL talk with the last game that we did not talk about because it hadn't happened yet. It is the four and nine now New Orleans Saints losing to the now six and six NFC South leading Tampa Bay Buccaneers 17 to 16. Uh, The Saints lose on a Tom Brady record breaking game winning drive with three seconds left. He throws a touchdown. Uh, What did you think of this game casino? Um, we we talked about it in part one. You can't count Brady out, like ever. Like you just no. can't. No matter how shitty they're playing, he played horrible for thirty five minutes or whatever whatever football is. I don't fucking remember. Uh, it's sixty minutes. 15, 60 15, minutes. 15, 15, 15. So yeah, yeah, so 50, yeah, fifty five minutes. He played like shit for fifty five minutes, and then he was like, "All right, you know what? Let's score two touchdowns and win the game." Why not? Dude, and both those touchdown drives were like minimum 80 yards. I don't have it written down, but he just went down the field both times. All of a sudden, the Buccaneers players could catch the ball, which is crazy because they haven't all year. So that was something uh, something I was talking about with uh, I was I was at work and with one of the patrons at the bar. um, I was just telling them like they're like, oh, man, you know, Brady's not having a good season, you know, yada, yada. And I was like, you're wrong. Like, watch my podcast. (laughs) First and foremost, <laughs> second, Brady. <laughs> always plugging the podcast. A... Good job. Yes, I, I always do. And um, then you had to explain to him what a podcast was, and that takes so yeah, long. So it, well, I mean, they know what spot podcasts are, but they don't know what a sports podcast is. True. So true. I, I had to explain to him. You know, it, it's a podcast, but sports. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> keep going. So, um, so if you're watching, uh, Bill, Phil, Phil, Spurl, I don't remember what your name was. Let's do this. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we were talking, and I, I was kind of arguing with him until he finally just shut up because Brady started doing stuff. But um, I was like, he's not a bad quarterback. His receivers aren't catching the ball. Like, Godwin and Evans, they were just letting the ball hit their hands, fall out of their hands. Don't know why they weren't catching it throughout the season. But it was like, okay, when they need to catch it, they're going to catch it now. Just watch. Uh, just, just watch because Brady's on his record-breaking uh, fourth-quarter comeback drives and all that, and especially that very last touchdown. Uh, that very last touchdown um, that that Godwin got, which is like what? But he didn't get it. They actually got it called back because of a flag. But it, it was that kind of thing where how that was an incredible catch. Um, I'm talking about the. Uh, BJ just walked away. He came back. Um, the catch that Godwin made before the flag, and then they had, oh yeah, like dude, the that, there was that like was multiple. A, that was a top tier. 
that was a that was the Super Bowl winning Godwin that Tom yeah. Brady to Godwin kind of play that you expect. Well, dude, Julio Jones had like an amazing catch towards the well, end zone. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Mike Evans had like a crazy uh, contested catch in between two defenders. Like everybody last night was just making crazy crazy catches but they aren't making those crazy catches if brady isn't putting the ball where only they can get him like but no uh, yes go for it continue sorry no the thing with uh brady Mm. this season and we've talked about this bucks team they just can't score touchdowns right and it's so funny we had the discussion on last night's episode about would you rather have a great defense or a great red zone defense because last night it was like the Saints were in the red zone. That's a nice beanie casino. And he tied it at okay, his I was chin. waiting for you to talk about it. So <laughs> It's a great beanie. But we talked about, would you rather have regular defense or red zone defense? The Saint, the Bucks won the game last night because they held the, uh, the Saints in the red zone like four separate times where it was like third and goal and they, or, you know, second and a second and goal and they're on the three yard line and then they hold them for two plays and then they kick a field goal like it's great it was the jets vikings thing again yeah pretty much but brady this year we've talked about it the bucks can't score touchdowns he only and again we're going into week 14 he only has 16 touchdowns like this year that's fucking crazy that's for brady that's insane uh, only three turnovers, so he's not turning the ball over. But, I mean, you look at all of his stats, like the least number of touchdowns going back to his rookie year was 18. So every other one in that, the closest one would be 23. There's a 24, 25. He only has 16 now with, what, four or five weeks to go? So yeah, And that's with an extra game included. So, I mean, yeah. The Bucks, uh, the Bucks now are, I think, clear. Well, not even clear. They're two. They're two games above the Falcons, who are five and eight. Panthers and Saints, uh, four and eight and four and nine. But it's got to be the, the Bucks are winning this division. I don't think anybody uh, debated that. But again, we talked about this yesterday. The Bucks just have a murderer's row schedule. All right, uh, we went one podcast without being interrupted. We could not go two. New streak is one. Uh, but the casino is back. His daughter is up and fed, which means we can talk about Murderer's Row, which is the uh, two, next two weeks for the Buccaneers. They play the 49ers at 49ers. We'll see. Uh, that'll be the first Purdy game. So we'll see how... Dude, it's going to be crazy when... I'm the... trying to get him on my fantasy, by the way. He, <laughs> he's open. I have him picked, but I wonder if other people are going to pick him. I looked yeah. at everybody else's rosters. They all have their quarterbacks. I just yeah. don't trust Marcus Mariotti anymore. Yeah. But, uh, so the 49ers are a tough out for the Buccaneers. But then again, the Buccaneers are a tough out defensively for a quarterback making his first like official start. But it is going to be crazy when the Buccaneers and 49ers play next week and Purdy is going to be favored at home against Tom Brady. Like that that line 100% is going to be 49ers favored by what? Two and a half, three? I would, three I would and say a half? Three. Yeah, like... 
And then they play the Bengals, so they're going to hit like a red hot Bengals team. They might lose both those te- to both those teams and be six and eight. And then they go Cardinals, Panthers, Falcons. So if they can survive, if they can even win one of the next two games, I feel like they're home sweet home. But then again, this Bucks team is so weird. They already lost to the Panthers once. Remember, they got like blown out to them. And then the Falcons. Yeah, that was such a weird game. Didn't the Falcons also beat them? No, no. The Falcons were within a touchdown of beating them. So those two aren't even giveaways or uh, uh, like guaranteed wins. So I don't know. This Bucks team is weird. It's weird. But and also uh, we were talking about this where Tom Brady was just shit for 55 minutes. And then all of a sudden for five minutes, he was the Tom Brady of old. Also in that 55 minutes was just the Tom Brady pout fest because he looked like he was just done playing football and he fucking hated everybody. And he would just sit on the bench alone and he was screaming at people. And then all of a sudden he comes out to the press conference afterwards and he's just like, joke, joke, joke. Like I'm happy Tom Brady. I, I would put all the money I have, which is not much granted, but I would put all the money I have that Tom Brady. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that, else. <laughs> that uh, Tom Brady is not on Tampa Bay next year. I don't think I think he re- I seriously think he goes either back to New England or 49ers. I think those are my two choices. Casino. If he comes back to New England, um, we're going to have to go shopping because I would have jizzed in every pair of my pants, every pair of my underwear. <laughs> it would just if- be a jizz fest. If uh, Tom Brady goes back to New England next year, first off, we're doing an emergency pod. Second off, I want to see you <laughs> cry on that emergency pod, Casino. Well, here's the thing. I probably wouldn't cry for that. Um, I'd be super, super excited. Um, that's not the type of thing that would make me cry. Um, we'll get to what made me cry <laughs> once we start talking about a uh, different sport. You know what? Uh, before we get to that sport casino, let's talk about college football let's because talk. we have it to. was this is gonna be the majority of this conversation, this episode. Crazy, crazy week of NFL. Maybe crazier week of uh college football college because football. we talked about it not on last episode, but last week's episode on Friday, where we both thought Georgia and Michigan would win. We were, we had our reservations, but we thought better teams, they're playing LSU, which was good, but they'd kind of fallen off. Uh, And then Purdue, which had its moments, but wasn't as good as Michigan, clearly. And both those games ended up being blowouts. Georgia wins 50 to 30. Michigan wins 43 to 22. Neither of those games were even close to the, the, uh, points i just laid out because i mean lsu was done by like the second quarter and then they kind of got garbage points almost same with purdue that game was a little bit closer but michigan clearly took over so the game that the two games that mattered the most were usc which lost to uh utah again in the same season which is I mean, props to Utah because I watched that whole game. And USC, this one wasn't close. 
No, this well, this one kept almost being close because USC kept clawing back, clawing back. It was within four. It was within five. I think at one point it was within three. And then all of a sudden, Utah would just go two possessions in a row where they would just score a touchdown. Like, it was it was impressive. And I kind of wish uh, Utah got more out of it, if that makes sense. I mean, I know this, that's, that's not college football, but they kind of just, you know, won. And then now it's just kind of like, okay, like, now enjoy your bowl game. Hopefully this you know, yeah, carries only, over to only, that. They only went from eight to seven, so. Yeah, or you're talking about USC or Utah, Utah or Utah. U- yeah, Utah. So the game ended up being Utah 47 to USC 24 by the fourth quarter. I mean, Utah was just, the route was on. Caleb Williams looked like he got jacked up in the first quarter. He just did not look right the rest of the game. But he still threw three touchdowns, one INT, 363, uh, and then rushed for 21 yards and 12 attempts, which is a lot of rush or not a lot of rushing yards on that many attempts. But those were more I'm running for my life kind of things. The Utah defense uh, just smothered, smothered that whole USC team. I still think Caleb Williams wins the Heisman. I don't think there's anybody on Michigan or Georgia despite those being the two big powerhouses this year, I don't think there's anybody that stands out over somebody like Caleb Williams. So I think he still wins the Heisman. Uh, USC now plays Tulane in a bowl game, which should be fun to watch, but I always hate college football, like bowl games. Cause they're kind of like, who gives a fuck? Like, yeah, I don't know. Unless they just feel the, like they're like the top six bowl games. Who cares? Yeah. So, I mean, it's nice to watch, but it's also just like, even if you're a fan of the team, it's kind of like, oh, my eight and four team beat this seven and five team. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, I, I again, they're just like participation things, which are good for the kids who play it, I guess. But, eh. But, <laughs> so, all this to be said, <sighs> uh, USC loses to Utah, gets knocked out, gets knocked down all the way to number eight. Then we're like, this can't happen again, right? These, this can't happen because that was Friday night. Remember, we recorded the podcast Friday morning and we were like, Utah will probably beat USC. We're hoping they don't. And then it gets next day to TCU, Kansas State. And we're like, TCU already beat Kansas State. Kansas State is a tough out, but TCU is good. And then TCU gets beat by uh, Kansas State. 31 to 28 they'd beaten them earlier in the season 38 to 28 so then it came down to michigan georgia which both of them obviously blew them out so then it was and we were texting about this the whole time it was like oh fuck is this how alabama gets back into these fucking playoffs put them in i 100 thought the committee was gonna say georgia michigan ohio state alabama I 100% thought that was going to be the case. I You couldn't have – I literally would have bet money that that was going to be the final four. Well, here's the, so I think they got it right, and I could defend that yes. why, but I really thought Alabama, Alabama was going in. I, I, oh, I, was, I was about to be disgusted. <laughs> so the case to be made for TCU is their schedule – First off, their schedule was much tougher than Alabama. They beat, what is it, one, two, three, four, 
five, they beat five ranked teams during the season. Uh, they beat, uh, and these were when they beat them, what they were yeah. ranked. They beat number and 18, I'll, Oklahoma. They won play. at number 19, Kansas. They won against Oklahoma State, and then they beat Kansas State the first time they played. So that resume alone with one loss and the one loss being by three points to a team you already beat by 10 points, I think you can clearly justify them being in over Alabama. Oh, yeah. Uh, And in Alabama, uh, they – with Alabama, they had – only beaten two ranked teams and they lost to two ranked teams. Um, and then yes. outside of that, they played, they played UL Austin. Monroe, they beat Utah state. Uh, um, yeah. Like, come on. Uh, <laughs> Austin, Austin PA or whatever the fuck Austin that is. PA, like, come on. No. Well, also that scheduling of Austin PA, like the last, two within the last two weeks of the season that is garbage and i don't i honestly don't think that should be allowed in college football where you can play these like cupcake universities in the last like two three weeks like it should that should yeah yes that should demote you in terms of like you because if you blow these teams out and they didn't even blow that team out that bad it was 34 to zero like that's that should actually make them go down further on the fucking list. But yeah, the only the only team that I don't know that TCU played was their second game, uh, Terrellton State. I don't know. They blew them out. Besides that, they're all teams that have been in the talk of uh, been in the talk of college football. Um, yeah. So yeah, and, and TCU they they lost to at this time Kansas State was ranked 10th and they lost to them in overtime because they tried to go for the one like you know what I'm not gonna knock them for that good for them like yeah good for them I'm glad to see that they didn't even budge they stayed at three Ohio State came in at four but I'm really happy that TCU made it they're gonna get blown out by Michigan don't get me wrong but I'm glad (laughs) they got in I'm glad they got in and Alabama got out my college football, I'm kind of, I'm actually kind of happy with how it ended out. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Because if, just say, just say it happens where Ohio State beats Georgia and Michigan beats, you have Ohio State, Michigan for the, for the final. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, that, that, that's a college football dream right there. And let's real quick go over Alabama's schedule. So they won, remember their big win at the beginning of the season was they beat Texas by one point, one point at the yeah, time, Texas. Yeah, that was their big win. They blew out Utah state to begin the season. Then they played, they won at number 20, Arkansas. Then they lose in a shootout 52 to 49 to Tennessee. Obviously this was when Tennessee was number one, or I think they were, uh, they were Oh no, one. they were number six at the time, but everybody was talking oh, about were... hooker being the, the Heisman yeah they were up they were one I think after that and then they lose so they lose to Tennessee win to Mississippi State blow them out and then they lose to LSU close game to Ole Miss not really a blowout 
against Austin P because of who the fuck knows what the fuck Austin P is. And then they blow out Auburn. So nothing on that schedule impresses me more than what TCU did. Now, the interesting thing, and where Alabama fans can get their panties in a bunch, even though I'm sure they already do have it, is uh, crit, or New Year's Eve, Alabama plays Kansas State. So if Alabama blows the doors off Kansas State, then it becomes a thing of like, TCU couldn't beat them, and then they got destroyed by Michigan, and now we, well, Alabama... Well, that's true. But I'm saying uh, I'm saying if they beat Kansas State like 55 to zero, then it becomes one of those, which I don't think they will, because I think Kansas State is really good. And I think they're also going to be motivated to like knock the doors off Alabama because, you know, Alabama is the big college powerhouse. But now let's move to talking about the actual matchups, which you uh, just talked about a little. So we have number also, before we get into that, and this ties into this, do you think the rankings of these four teams is correct? Or would you switch any of them around with the numbering? Because I think you can make a case. I, would, I, would I really Ohio do. State three and TCU four. Or I was, no, I was, I would even say you can switch Michigan and Georgia. And Georgia. Yeah. yeah. To, and then leave TCU Michigan also, that would give us a guaranteed matchup of Michigan Ohio State again, like in the playoffs. So yeah, and so so I understand like Georgia's. I understand your argument where you want to switch those two, and I'm kind of right there with you on wanting Michigan to be one. Um, but I was listening to somebody, and they made a really good argument here of this is probably the best Michigan team they've seen in. 20 years uh, yeah um, and then oh, sorry. Uh, so this is probably the best Michigan team they've seen in 20 York 20 years but Georgia is just that much better all right continue I'm gonna well, figure this out yeah I'm gonna run down Georgia's schedule right now so Georgia does have I think two of this is why now it's not a big I'm not saying Michigan should definitely be number one I'm saying I could see the case for it Georgia being number one especially with the two I think two of the best college football wins of this season the third and fourth would probably be Michigan Ohio State and then what uh Tennessee did to Alabama would probably be my fourth but my top two would probably be Georgia opening night of the college football season absolutely blowing the doors off Oregon like 49 to 3 not one second of that game was close and then when Georgia goes into I believe no no uh, Tennessee came into Georgia which I think is less impressive than if Georgia would have went to Tennessee, but I'm not going to give, I'm not going to demote them points for that, but Georgia versus Tennessee when Tennessee was number one after coming off that big Alabama win. And then they really just uh, annihilated them 27 to 13. And that score doesn't even feel close because I watched that whole game and there was not one second during that game where you thought Tennessee could win. So and then obviously blowing out LSU, who's shown they could be competitive in this kind of weakened SEC this year, uh, blew them out by 20 points. So 
I'm not saying Georgia shouldn't be one. I'm saying, and I've heard this argument, is when it's these four in the playoffs, the only thing that matters is making it a good television show, right? Because you want ratings, you want matchups. There's no integrity in college football. There never has been. Everybody knows all the big colleges pay their players and they do it, you know, in uh, sketchy ways, duffel bags full of cash, your parents get a car or house. It's This is known. Everybody just acts like it doesn't happen because, I don't know, you're just supposed to act like it doesn't happen. So there's no integrity in college sports. Never has been. Now you're getting a television show. Bump up Michigan to number one or bump up Ohio State to number three. Give us Michigan, Ohio State, as the first round matchup and then Georgia TCU and then just whoever wins those two, because also it's kind of unfair to Georgia where they've been number one, almost the entire season. And now their first matchup is against Ohio state when everybody knows TCU is not as good as the other three. I feel like TCU is definitely the fourth team out of this mix, even though I think TCU is good, but like you already said, Casino, we like I would be shocked, shocked if TCU doesn't get blown out by any of these three teams. Like, could you see a scenario? So we have the first game is Ohio State Buckeyes, who are number four at 11 and one versus the number one Georgia Bulldogs at 13 and 0. Uh, do you think there's any chance that Ohio State beats this Michigan team? Um, or sorry, Ohio State beats this Georgia team. There's a chance. There, there, there is um more of a chance than TCU beating Michigan. Let's yes. just say that. Um, but it would be tough for them to do. But you never, you never know. You, you just never know. Um, I'm expecting it to be a Georgia Michigan final. Um, but Georgia may get banged up a little bit with Ohio state. They may have to actually, you know, bring their guns, uh, these guns, by the way, the <laughs> not the pew, pew guns, not yeah. pew, pew guns. That'd make um, it a bad game. That would make it a very bad game. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, I think Michigan is just gonna, they'll get to a point where they may even have, they may be able to even rest some starters. Again, not knocking TCU. Just Georgia and Michigan are clearly the two best teams for a yes. reason. Um, yes. So I think Michigan's going to take the whole thing. I I would agree with you only because I – first off, what I want to happen, and obviously we talked about what we wanted to happen last – not last episode, episode before, where we wanted it to be USC, TCU, Michigan, Georgia, because I feel like that – had a more uh like more star power in terms of names and kind of more intriguing matchups there cuz if this was uh Georgia versus uh USC and then TCU versus Michigan I feel like that's kind of like oh maybe Caleb Williams goes off maybe you know blah 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 but I think the same formula applies to what USC would have had to do against Georgia to what Ohio State has to do against Georgia, which is Ohio State has the better quarterback. 
Stu Bennett is fine. 20 touchdowns, six interceptions this year. But C.J. Strout, 37, six in INTs. He wasn't even bad in that Michigan game. Just It was basically Michigan's offense that just ran all over uh, Ohio State's defense. So I do think Ohio State has a chance to beat Georgia. I would obviously put that, what, the projected, according to ESPN analytics, which we love because last episode they said the Cowboys are winning the Super Bowl for unknown reasons. Yeah, they know everything. Right now it has 60% chance the Georgia beats Ohio State, but I really think it is – I'd honestly put it probably like at 55-45. I think it's close, but I do think that Ohio State – has a better chance and i think what everybody wants to see is ohio state michigan for the national championship right like i feel like that would just blow the doors off of you know what the ka-ching 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 yeah and uh because you know talk about michigan tcu for one second yeah now it's my turn to talk while you go do whatever you got to do um so as I've talked about in previous episodes, TCU, they've got their they've got fight. That's what makes them entertaining. They're winning close games. Um, so it, they should be in the playoffs, but at three, no, probably four. Um, so four, I'm just gonna go to their stats for a whole. Um so they're winning, as I was saying, they're winning close games. Uh, TCU, for the year, offensive yards, they've been putting up uh, six uh, 6,149. Uh, opposition putting up just over 5,000. So we're not looking at absolute blowouts here. Um, so that's what makes them fun. I think with that uh, TCU-Michigan game, it's still going to be a blowout, but you're not going to see the frogs just roll over. Um, glad you're back because I'm kind of just now rambling again. We've already <laughs> talked about everything. I don't know where to to move on from that. I mean, that's just uh, that's just our podcast. But uh, oh. yeah, so I think from an intrigue standpoint, I think Ohio State Michigan because of all the history, rivalry, blah blah blah. I think that's the most intriguing matchup, but I think the best matchup is Michigan Georgia, right? The two most consistently good teams the whole year, but for some reason, I don't know why. I just want to see Ohio State Michigan again even though the oh, first game was like a blowout because that would be the most entertaining. That I mean, most entertaining. That would be the the most talked about like you know what you're gonna get with georgia michigan state or uh, michigan, yeah not michigan state michigan you, you know what you're gonna get uh good game who's gonna win flip a coin kind of thing uh yeah michigan ohio state you would say michigan because you saw what they already did to them they are the better team however something revenge is a hell of a drug it's, Exactly. Something happens in rivalries. You know, like, like being from Vegas, we have our UNLV versus Reno. I mean, I know they're normally, especially UNLV, horrible teams, but there could be a year where UNLV, they don't win a single game and Reno's ranked team. And this has happened a couple times in the past 10 years. 
but Vegas wins that rivalry game. It, yeah. There's something that drives players to win that. So Ohio State, they're pissed. They're pissed. They want to win. They want to beat Michigan. They don't want to be laughed at again. You know, they've owned Michigan for so many years, and then Michigan just slapped them across the face. That would be fun <laughs> The to past watch. two years. Remember, they blew them out last year, too. So you'd really get to – the rivalry factor is what it would make that game more interesting than the two good teams against Georgia, Michigan, and – I'm pulling for that as well. Yeah. And if we want to go just sicko mode, we would go Ohio State TCU National Championship, which no one would see coming at any point during the season. no one would watch. (laughs) And it would probably be super low rated, but if it's a good game, I don't care. I don't care for either of these teams, any of these teams. Uh, I just want to see good games. So please Uh, just don't uh, be blowouts. I want Michigan to win the whole thing. Uh, I would like that for Tom, just Harbaugh. I like Harbaugh. I like Harbaugh. I like uh, Tom Brady's uh, college and all that stuff. <laughs> plus, plus, uh, plus, we have a lot of good players from. Honestly, we have a lot of good uh, players currently on the the Patriots team from Michigan. Um, one that really exciting who's been really playing well on the defense is Uchi. So I'm I, I have a lot of a lot of players love in for the Michelle that I yeah I have a lot of players that I like watching that uh come into the nfl from michigan so go uh all right uh last thing we're going to talk about is world cup uh anything going on in the nhl that's talk worthy casino Uh, before we dive into world cup actually yeah um so everything's kind of everything's been kind of the same uh there's just there's a team that's surprised a lot of people this year uh for being yes yes the seattle kraken i mean you have the devils People thought they were going to be good, but they didn't expect them to go on that big streak and be second best team in the league right now uh, behind the Bruins. But the Seattle Kraken, they've top, they've cracked the top five in power rankings. Um, they're on a tear. They're putting up points like crazy, and it's it's fun to watch. Uh, so that that's an exciting one. But um, also the Golden Knights, not again, just because they're my team. They're actually doing really well. They went into Boston and they stopped Boston's uh, uh, home win streak. Uh, Boston had not lost at home all season this year. And Bruins or Golden Knights go in there. We're up 3-0. Bruins came back, uh, scored, made it 3-3, went to overtime. Um, went to overtime, went to shootouts. Uh, Vegas won on the, in the fifth round on the shootouts. So it was a hell of a game against two, the best team in the East, the best team in the West. And but the big talking point was Vegas stopped the Bruins' home win streak. Um, so the Bruins now are 23 and one, which is not a bad record. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so well, and they play them again Sunday, but this yep. time it's in they'll Vegas. Be, they'll be playing yeah. here in Vegas. I have a lot of people that are going to that game. I will unfortunately not be going to that game. Unless the wife, well, the tickets my, are my probably birthday, stupid my, expensive. So my, ooh, let's let's check. Um, my birthday's <laughs> on uh, the, on Saturday, which is mind blowing to me that it's almost my birthday. When I felt like I was talking about my birthday three months ago, and and it was wait, your birthday's this ago, Sunday, yeah. Saturday. It's the tenth, man. And so I'm the tenth, like, and it, you're, is this dirty thirty? I'll be thirty two, asshole. But thank you. <laughs> um, actually, oh, 
why is this Golden Knight? Oh, this is Golden Knights Rangers. I was like, tickets are fifty eight dollars. Um, the Bruins, uh, Bruins game, hike that up thirty bucks. We're looking at uh, eighty six for the for the the cheapest here. That's uh, actually not bad for how big this game is in terms of East versus West Coast. Oh yeah, that West uh, Coast. And that's uh oh, so the eighty two that that's flight deck, so that's standing. For the lowest sitting for two people all in is one oh one. So it's <laughs> but again, so that I mean that's normal Vegas prices. I thought they'd be more because you have the best team in the East, best team in the West. But yep. Don't really need to talk about much more on the on NHL. Nothing's really changed besides the Vegas stopping the Bruins uh home win streak where they have not lost all season until uh, and you're already over a quarter of the season through. So that was that was just a fun, big win, big game to watch. And that, that was a good, entertaining game. Um, yeah. Do you have anything to talk about on the uh, NBA side of things? I feel like I will get more in-depth in the NBA on Friday because I haven't really been paying attention to it. It's still in that weird phase where it kind of doesn't matter and teams are just – flipping all over the place the, the clippers really is the, oh i was gonna say bruin or bruins uh the celtics, celtics are 20 yeah. and four i think something like that they just uh 20 unstopped. and five and they 25. have clearly separated themselves as the best team not just in the east but in the uh nba, NBA. uh the west is much closer the east it's basically celtics bucks and then Cavaliers, Hawks, Pacers, Nets, Sixers are kind of all within two, three games of each other. But Celtics and Bucks in the East and in the entire NBA, which kind of everybody predicted. Uh, Suns are looking, they look good, but then they'll just have, they've had some weird, weird games this season. The Clippers, however, have now welcomed Kawhi Leonard back after God, it's been almost two years. And then of course he comes in last night, hits the game-winning shot against the Hornets, and now the Clippers look like they're going to do what they do every year when it's Paul George and uh, Kawhi Leonard, which is go on a run, everybody starts picking them to go to the NBA Finals, and then they lose in the first or second round. So can't wait for that to happen. My Sixers have finally got to 12-12. and They're seventh uh, within, what, a game, maybe a game and a maybe a game and a half of fourth place just behind Celtics Bucks Cavs. So I'm gonna start deep diving into the NBA casino, get back into it. This past two weeks has just been weird because I had COVID and wanted to die. And now I'm just getting over being sick. But now, last thing before we end this episode, uh Casino's World Cup corner. Since we last talked about the World Cup, uh USA got their ass kicked by the Netherlands. Uh, So now we have the final four matchups, which take place, or no, it is the final, sorry, the final eight matchups. No, no, it's four. Yeah, eight teams. So let, me take over, let me take over from here. Yeah, so you go, Casino. The, the, I, don't, the US, I haven't been watching So the round of 16 started off with uh, USA-Netherlands on uh, last Saturday. Uh, Those um, damn, what do you call Netherlands people? Those damn... I mean, well, isn't that Neanderthals? I don't, I don't fucking know. Go casino. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> oh man. Well, there, there goes our European crowd. <laughs> um, uh, so no, the U.S. 
they looked fine in their mid and striking. Um, the issue was is their defense is a sieve, and that was outside of their goalie. Um, he actually got man of the match, um, Charner. He just saved a lot of saves, but two of those goals were literally somebody standing on the back post, not being marked, and it was tapped to him. And they're like, "Oh, look, a wide open net. Let me just touch it in." So sad for that. But USA again, second youngest team in the World Cup. They get knocked down the round of 16, but they made the round of 16. Um, I'm excited. This core group is going to be pretty much the same going into the next. Um, they, sh- It's not confirmed since um, this is going to be a, uh, a three-team bid or a three-country bid with Canada, Mexico, and U.S. Uh, we shall see if all three get a bid because uh, if you, you automatically get a bid if you host. However... Um, with three, not sure if that's going to happen, but they are expected to expand the World Cup to more teams next year, um, which means the U.S. or in next World Cup, so the U.S. should be in it. Um, so we also had uh, Argentina, uh, which is the team that I want to win now because I want to see Lionel Messi win a World Cup. That's the last big title he hasn't got. They beat Australia. Uh, Japan, despite coming out number one in the group and shocking everybody, um they did it was heartbreaker they did lose to croatia in penalty kicks um three and one in the penalties so croatia moved on they get to play the the world cup favorites in brazil because they smoked south korea south korea 4-1 however south korea their goal probably one of the best looking goals of the tournament really nice so they at least got one in there france took care of poland england destroyed senegal um but now, oh, and then today you had Portugal destroy Switzerland 6-1 in the second game. But in the early game today, as I was saying, Brady, come back. I'm not going to cry, but this made me cry uh, because I have a child now and things make me cry uncontrollably. <laughs> it's, ridiculous. it's like BJ when he watches an episode of Caillou or something. I don't know why I pulled Caillou out That's of That's not true. Head. I hate Caillou. Oh, good. Me too. Arthur? <clears throat> I mean, I'm talking about all the coach shows I've been Adventure Marlin. time. Adventure time made me cry like a bitch. No, multiple episodes. Right. I love that. Anyway, yeah. Um, so Morocco takes Spain all, all the way full time, zero zero, goes to penalties. Uh Morocco wins three oh in penalties. Um absolutely fantastic. Uh the Moroccan goalkeeper, uh, he did get beat on one, but it hit the post goes out so spain they they just didn't make that shot but he saved two others and morocco the spain goalie did save one but morocco scored three put them through because it is best of five in the shootout um and i sent this to bj and our friends in our big group chat um obviously all the morocco fans were going crazy but uh there was the um sports analyst commentator whatever he's like i forget like he's in his booth um in his section booth uh recording the game for for morocco and he's just uncontrollably losing it crying and everybody's filming him and watching him smiling because they're excited for the guy uh from the other country uh journalists but i just like i broke down i was just like man (laughs) this is it wasn't just like i got teary-eyed and it was and like one single drop went down. No, I was just like, Meh. like, and then it felt so good for this dude. It was great. 
So they go on. They will be playing Portugal. They're going to get smoked by Portugal. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, big disappointing for Spain. This is the second World Cup in a row that they've lost in the round of 16 in PKs. So, oof, tough to be a, uh, tough to be a Spaniard right now. And but, you know uh, what? I'm yeah, so, I want to apologize to all my all our Moroccan fans because I sided with our Canadian fans when Morocco beat Canada. So now that Morocco has had this nice moment that made Casino cry, I'm sorry, Morocco fans of the only sports podcast. Uh, I'm rooting for you against Portugal because we have no Portugal fans. Go Casino. Oh, I'm going to be rooting for uh, Morocco like crazy because I can't stand Ronaldo. <laughs> Who so now that you've broken down who is in this final eight? Who do you so you've said from the beginning you think Brazil is in the finals, correct? Oh, does that so, has that changed? No, so six of the eight teams are the top six teams expected to win the World Cup this year. So, <laughs> which is what you want to see? I mean, yeah, I mean you you kind of expect it, but um, Argentina, Brazil, if they get through Netherlands and Croatia. Um, we'll be playing each other, and that will probably be, in my opinion, Brazil being the arguably the best team, even though you know Portugal just spanked the crap out of them. But um, I think Brazil's still the best team. But Argentina, they want a win for Messi. This is his last one. He needs to do it. Um, so fingers crossed for him. Um, and so as you could probably tell in that whole – for all my soccer fans, Messi or Ronaldo guy, I'm a Messi guy. I just think he has a – I mean, he still has his moments of being a dick, but all sports players do. Um, but he's much much less worse off than Ronaldo. Ronaldo's a piece of shit. Well, and you're a, a huge, you're a huge Coke guy, right? Like Coca-Cola. So when he made their stocks tank from being like, don't drink Coke drink water you cried that day as well because you're a I huge <laughs> coca-cola fan and I you thought they were going like, under i do really <laughs> like coca-cola so so that's world cup and you know i, I we can end on well this. wait wait this. on the on the other side so you think brazil goes to the end so okay. between england france morocco and portugal france. who do you think advances to face I brazil? Think france i think france france so if you think it is france brazil I think it would be France, Brazil, um, and uh, I. Th I honestly don't know who'd win that game because um, those are, are arguably the two best, and I do think they're the two best still in the league. But just imagine this: you go Portugal gets all the way through, Argentina goes all the way through, and you have Messi versus Ronaldo World Cup final. That would be the, the internet would break, the the world would explode. Um, <laughs> That'd be that the biggest be sporting event in maybe the history of the world. That could, honestly, yeah. I mean, that that's not even a joke. That may well, that no. would be top three biggest yeah. sports moments in history worldwide if it came down to Messi and Ronaldo in the final, both being in their last um, World Cup. That would be, ooh. Ooh. Well, I know shit about soccer. I never watched soccer. I could pick in a lineup who Ronaldo and who Messi are, and I've never seen them play a game. So 
Just me, let alone knowing who those two are in the world's most popular sport. I feel like casuals like me would be like, I have to watch this because I know those two guys and their importance to just sports. Like, uh, speaking so, of those two, there was a great uh, Louis Vuitton put out a photo of those two playing chess. Um, have, have you seen the picture? I think I did see that picture. Yes, Dude, it's so good. And what's really great about it is so where the pieces are lined up. That was um, it was 2017 between two grandmasters and the game ended in a draw. So they they set it up the chessboard so it would be a draw. I thought it was a brilliant like that. That photo was awesome. Really cool, <laughs> cool moment. Louis Vuitton crushed it on that. They did the research. Um, my kid's wanting to eat nonstop. She's just, she's, ugh, I love it. Uh, before uh, we get out of here, I apologize cool. to uh, the Netherlands. Apparently, you call their people the Dutch, which I'm yeah. terrible at geography, so I didn't know that. Or you call them Nederlanders, which well, is mean, close Netherlands, enough. They're Holland, so Dutch. Dutch. I don't. I'm. I told you, I'm terrible with math and geography. Don't get me started oh, on either. Oh, that's why they're orange. Anyway, um, so I do want to end on a fun, uh, your little story. Um, when um, you say I like Coke, and you're, I know you're saying that as a joke, <laughs> but I Coke. I don't drink soda. I just don't. I don't like soda. Oh, soda. Much. I thought you were talking about cocaine. Which pop <laughs> <laughs> uh, soda. Fizzy water, whatever you call it, in whatever part of the world. Fizzy lifting drinks. Fizzy lifting drinks, if you're a Willy Wonka fan. Um, but you no, know, Coke is my absolute favorite uh, soda. If I were to drink soda, um, reason being is so in high school, I went on a Europe trip with uh, a, a group that came through, and me and my friends, we were in Italy somewhere. I think we were in Florence, and I was just we were walking down. And I was like, you know, what? I'm thirsty and I don't, I don't want, I wasn't into uh, sparkling water at that point. I actually kind of like it now, but I was like, I want something fizzy, but I don't, I want something that actually has flavor. Um, it was the cheapest Coke. It was a full, like two liter, roughly thing of Coke that they sold. And it was uh, for like two bucks or wherever, whatever it was, whatever currency. Cause we had like three different currencies while we were over there. Um, it was cheap as hell. And it was the most refreshing thing that, and I still think about it today as one of the most refreshing drink moments I've had in my entire life was drinking a Coke, walking through the city out of just this giant couple liters. And I'm just, I was so happy. It was ridiculous. It was, <laughs> they may have actually put cocaine in there. And that's maybe why I enjoyed it so much. I don't know. Hey, um, no, ju- know no judging here. That, that actually was, is that a real thing? I know that used to be a myth. Was that a real thing? I don't know. I think so, but uh, I don't was, know. So I know you were saying the whole Coke thing as a joke, but Coke is delicious. And <laughs> that was my Coke story. And you know what? Uh, we need sponsors for this podcast. So Coca-Cola, ringing endorsement right there. And you know what? That I definitely be- won't say 100%. that water is better for you than Coca-Cola. If you want to give us money, I'll say I'll I'll say Coca-Cola is better. That's what I drink every okay. week in this cup, Coca-Cola. Unless Pepsi wants to sponsor us, then this is Pepsi. <laughs> so so that was a great bit, but that bit aside, I guess, you know, I mean, people got to know us. Um, the podcast is over. Um what's your My favorite, wife uh, 
My wife has listened to our past three episodes and she says she likes because she doesn't watch sports at all. So she likes when we talk more about life. So if she is not lying to me and she's actually listened to all our podcasts and got to this part, just I know you're at work when you listen to it. So text me pumpkin pie. So I know that you're actual listener of the show and not lying to me. I'm talking to you directly, my wife, who I love. Uh, But all right. uh, Text me pecan pie. There you go. Both pies. Um, Also, next uh, game night, I will ask her what my favorite soda is. And if she doesn't get it right, I'm going to slap her across (laughs) the face. Is that fine? (laughs) I mean, that will definitely happen. So we'll see. (laughs) Uh, This has been a much longer uh, 40-minute segment. (laughs) Yeah, than we planned it to be. And it's going to be on the podcast feed because we... We're trying to get sponsors, so I'm talking about Coke, but that is a true story. I mean, it's a good story. Uh, I have been Will. That has been Casino. This has been the Only Sports Podcast. Uh, We'll see you on Friday with, I don't even know, and I already closed all my tabs. I don't even know what the Thursday night game is. We'll talk about it on Friday. Uh, Yeah, this has been a part two, our first ever part two, and it it was great. I insulted all of uh, the Dutch casino professed his love for Coke and all the times he cried. So this, we talked about sports also, this show had everything. And yeah, we'll see you on Friday. I'm Will, that's Casino. Uh, Bringing back Beanie Tuesdays and we'll see you Friday.